You're listening to Steve Allen on the Think About It podcast. Hi, Steve here. Things are happening so fast in this world now, it's hard to keep up. The news is bad, real bad. Masks, antibacterial hand lotions, lockdowns, social distancing, vaccines, slow the curve, and every other term we've been inundated with over this last year hasn't seemed to make any difference, according to what we're told on the news every night. And then we hear the droning slogan, trust the science, echoed by politicians and scientists alike. There's a lot of confusion among people and misinformation surrounding face masks. Can you discuss that? The masks are important for someone who's infected to prevent them from infecting someone else. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. You're sure of it? Because people are listening really closely to this. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. But when you think masks, you should think of healthcare providers needing them and people who are ill. First, Dr. Fauci told us we did not have to wear masks and it wasn't necessary at that point, but now you should. Some politicians are locking down while others aren't. What science are they trusting? Are they listening to some other scientists that are telling them about some other science? Who is really telling us the science? The CDC, the WHO, the NIH? What about Dr. Fauci? He's been an expert all his life and several administrations have trusted his science and opinions. Given, as you heard from the introduction, that I have been around for a while and have had the opportunity and and the privilege and the pleasure of serving in five administrations, Um, I thought I would bring that perspective to the topic today is the issue of pandemic uh, preparedness. And if there's one message that I want to leave with you today based on my experience, and you'll see that in a moment, is that there is no question that there will be a challenge the coming administration in the arena of infectious diseases, both chronic infectious diseases in the sense of already ongoing disease, and we have certainly a large burden of that, but also there will be a surprise outbreak. And I hope by the end of my relatively short presentation, you will understand why history, the history of the last 32 years that I've been the director of NIAID will tell the next administration that there's no doubt in anyone's mind that they will be faced with the challenges that their predecessors were faced with. I trust the science in its accuracy. So since it's been established that Dr. Anthony Fauci is an expert in his field, let's look at this article from 2008, 12 years ago, where certain facts were already well established. Bacterial pneumonia caused most deaths in 1918 influenza pandemic. So how does this relate to what's happening right now with COVID-19? We are being told by governors that if we don't wear masks, we are selfish, horrible human beings with no souls who want grandma to die a horrible death. Police are tackling people who don't wear face masks properly in the subway. Grocery stores are throwing maskless people out and denying them service. 
There's another doctor weighing in besides Dr. Fauci who said face masks are largely security theater and of no use to the healthy. Dr. Russell Blaylock, a neurosurgeon, wrote an editorial saying that masks pose serious risks to the healthy. Dr. Blaylock says there is no scientific evidence that masks are effective against COVID-19 transmission. All these pro-science people should care about this. Blaylock said, as for the scientific support for the use of face masks, a recent careful examination of the literature in which 17 of the best studies were analyzed concluded that none of the studies established a conclusive relationship between mask respirator use and protection against influenza infection. Keep in mind, no studies have been done to demonstrate that either a cloth mask or the N95 mask has any effect on transmission of the COVID-19 virus. Anyone who speaks out about this gets banned, gets censored. Just now, the doctor, the Oregon doctor I talked to you guys about last week, that Oregon doctor who said him and his staff have refused to wear a mask because the, the virus, the coronavirus, is nothing more than a common cold and there's no need to wear a mask. There's no need for any of that because it is the common cold and there's nobody that's been sick from him and his clinic. Well, guess what? He just lost his license. Beyond the lack of scientific data to support wearing a mask as a deterrent to a virus, Dr. Blaylock says the more pressing concern is what can and will happen to the wearer. Now that we have established that there is no scientific evidence necessitating the wearing of a face mask for prevention, are there dangers to wearing a face mask, especially for long periods? Well, several studies have indeed found significant problems with wearing a mask. This can vary from headaches to increased airway resistance, carbon dioxide accumulation, to hypoxia, all the way to serious, life-threatening complications. There are studies to back that claim up. Dr. Blalek says studies have also shown that face masks impair oxygen intake dramatically, potentially leading to serious problems. The importance of these findings is that a drop in oxygen levels, or hypoxia, is associated with an impairment in immunity. Thank you for calling Southview Medical Arts, the office of Dr. Stephen Matulip. If you have reached this recording, the office is now closed. Nobody's answering the phone, and the doctor's office is closed after the state medical board suspended the license of an Oregon doctor who refused to wear a mask while treating patients, despite government orders to help limit the spread of COVID-19. My name is Steve Latulip. I am a practicing physician in Dallas, Oregon. Earlier this week, a KGW investigation highlighted controversial comments made by Dr. Stephen Latulip during a pro-Trump rally in Salem on November 9th, then posted on YouTube by the Multnomah County Republican Party. I hate to tell you this, I might scare you, but I and my staff, none of us, once wore a mask in my clinic. In the video, Dr. Latulip admitted breaking COVID rules despite the governor's executive order, which says healthcare personnel are required to wear a face mask or face covering so because he's while in a, a healthcare doctor. office. With limited exceptions. He's a doctor. On Thursday, but he's getting his medical license revoked. Can you believe it? And the staff, the clinic has closed because he dared to stand out and speak the truth. If you speak the truth about these vaccines or the masks or the medical tyranny, you get fired. You get your, your clinic closed. You get your license taken away. It is disgusting. Any recommendations, therefore, 
have to be based on studies of influenza virus transmission. And as you've seen, there is no conclusive evidence of their efficiency in controlling flu virus transmission. It also is instructive to know that until recently, the CDC didn't recommend wearing a face mask or covering of any kind unless a person was known to be infected. That is, until recently, non-infected people need not wear a mask. When a person has TB, we have them wear a mask, not the entire community of non-infected. The recommendations by the CDC and the WHO are not based on any studies of this virus and have never been used to contain any other virus pandemic or epidemic in history." Unquote. Studies have shown that hypoxia can inhibit the type of main immune cells used to fight viral infections called the CD4 plus T lymphocyte. This occurs because the hypoxia increases the level of a compound called hypoxia-inducible factor 1, HIF-1, which inhibits T lymphocytes and stimulates a powerful immune inhibitor cell called the TREGS. This sets the stage for contracting any infection, including COVID-19, and making the consequences of that infection much graver. In essence, your mask may very well put you at an increased risk of infections, and if so, having a much worse outcome. In other words, if you wear a face mask and contract some sickness, you will not be able to fight it off as effectively as if you had normal blood oxygen levels. The mask could make you sicker. It could also create a deadly cytokine storm in some. There is another danger to wearing these masks on a daily basis, especially if worn for several hours. When a person is infected with a respiratory virus, they will expel some of the virus with each breath. If they're wearing a mask, especially an N95 mask or other tightly fitting mask, they will be constantly rebreathing the viruses, raising the concentration of the virus in the lungs and the nasal passages. We know that people who have the worst reactions to the coronavirus have the highest concentrations of the virus early on, and this leads to the deadly cytokine storm in a selected number. It gets even more frightening, Blaylock said. Newer evidence suggests that in some cases, the virus can enter the brain. In most instances, it enters the brain by way of the olfactory nerves or the smell nerves, which connect directly with the area of the brain dealing with recent memory and memory consolidation. By wearing a mask, the exhaled viruses will not be able to escape and will concentrate in the nasal passages, enter the olfactory nerves, and travel into the brain. Among those reported wearing their face masks exactly as instructed, get this, 2% tested positive for SARS-CoV-2 compared to 2.1% of the controls. 0.5% in the mask group and 0.6% tested positive for one or more respiratory viruses other than SARS-CoV-2. So what they found is that all in all, this landmark COVID-19 mask study failed to deliver the goods for what they had wanted. And this is why they're suppressing this study because what they found is that wearing a mask makes virtually no impact on viral transmission. We're destroying economies. We're destroying the world. We're restructuring the world. We're destroying families. <laughs> Having people commit suicide and every other thing, drug abuse, every negative consequence from these shutdowns uh, in arresting people, all for what? For what? For what? 
because this mask thing, this mask, and it is now proven, is entirely ineffective. It just doesn't work. It makes no significant difference. And if Biden is inaugurated as president in January, we already know what to expect. While vacationing in Cabo, Austin Mayor Adler told residents to stay home. Trying to do contact tracing to see if we may have to close things down if we're not careful. Uh, if we're going to be closing things down, it would be great to be able to do it in a really surgical way. Pfizer today uh, said that they think they have a vaccine, but know that even when those vaccines are available, the CEO of uh, uh, Pfizer was reminding us that we're going to be wearing masking and social distancing and being disciplined. Being disciplined. 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 Well into 2021, so everybody just needs to get mentally, mentally prepared for that. LA residents have been ordered to stay in their homes. Michigan Governor Whitmer tells her constituents not to travel for Christmas. An American couple was charged with second degree reckless endangerment for attempting to fly home after testing positive for COVID-19. And a bar owner was arrested in Staten Island for simply trying to run his own business. We have been told by several doctors that the testing being used for COVID doesn't work, including the inventor of the test himself. And when the Pfizer vaccine comes, we can expect the real horror. A top EU scientist has found that the new experimental mRNA vaccine will likely cause sterilization in women. The globalist depopulation agenda is now in full view and the actual end of America is now seen on the horizon. Is Anthony Fauci the only qualified person to talk about this virus? And if he is, he agrees with Dr. Blaylock that only sick people should wear them. And he said so on 60 Minutes. So why aren't we listening to him? Think about it.